This is your weekend edition of Echo Mel Radio, and you already know this is your man, Mr. PTO. Today's date is May 2nd, 2020. Before we get started with today's episode, make sure that you follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat. Also, if you have any questions or podcast requests, hit your man up on Radio at gmail.com. To support the channel, you can do that a number of ways. If you want to do it monetarily, you can do that through the cash app at dollar sign Echo Melt Radio. You can also do it through whatever platform that you're listening to by hitting the support button. And if you don't necessarily see that, then you can go to anchor.fm forward slash Echo Melt Radio forward slash support to be a supporter of this independent news media that's trying to look out for you. Now, from a non-monetary aspect, if you'd like to support the channel, all you got to do is make sure that you hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to to make sure that you get the latest alerts from Echo Mel Radio. Also, make sure that you leave likes and give me a five-star rating on whatever platform that you're listening to and leave me a little something in the comments. That helps out a lot. I've even had one person even give me their uh, podcast request, uh, which is pretty surprising through there. But hey, that works as well, too. Make sure that you share this content with your neighbors, friends, colleagues, and church members. All right, folks. So I'm going to try not to keep you too long. I'm aware of it's the weekend. Some states, depending on where you live at, you finally kind of get to get out a little bit. Some of your restaurants are opening up. Maybe you can sit down and enjoy some time with some of those loved ones. Of course, you know, you still got to be safe. Practice your social distancing, according to these folks. Whatever that may look like for that establishment. Some of you are now able to move around. Unfortunately, I have heard in other states, some of you have got an additional 30 days on lockdown. Some of you even got an additional three months, which I just found to be a little crazy. But whatever. These are the things that are going down currently. But today's title of the podcast is going to be Asking You Shall Receive. Now, there was something that happened to me Thursday that I didn't plan out. I really didn't even give it much thought. But on Thursday, I decided to go ahead and give my mortgage company a call. And actually, the reason for that was I had received a statement Wednesday night. That's what it was. I received a statement Wednesday night showing what I was going to owe on my mortgage and all of that stuff. That's fine. Now, the issue came up was I noticed that there was an additional $75 charge. Now, I figured ah, this has got to be an error because when I check my mortgage payments online, it looks right. But now this paper statement that I have says that I owe an additional $75 and it's not really clear on what I owe 75 extra dollars for. It just says needs additional payment of $75. So I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and give them a call. And I gave them a call and I was told that it was an error on the paperwork 
Don't worry about it. Just go by what I've seen online. Now, of course, you know your man, Mr. PTO. Me being me, I just couldn't just let such a great opportunity go by without seeing if I can get something out of this misunderstanding. Now, as most of you homeowners anyways know, mortgage companies are cutting a few deals by allowing you to defer payments for up to six months. Some are allowing you to refinance with much cheaper interest rates. Now, neither of these examples apply to me. This time, I was just wanting to be cut a better deal. Now, this may not work for you. I'm just basically giving you what happened to me. This is not necessarily, I'd say, a strategy per se. This is just more of me storytelling about what happened during my week this week. But like I said, this is something that some of you can try if you'd like to try it. And this particular thing has saved me a lot of money a month. And if you like the idea, it may be a little bit worthy of giving you a shot. The request that I had asked my mortgage company, I had asked, would they be able to allow me to pay my taxes separate from my escrow? Now, any of you that know about escrows, you usually know, definitely if you have an FHA loan, um, usually you're going to have your mortgage, your homeowner's insurance, and your property tax. All three will be in that, and that makes up your overall payment. Now, yes, folks, I get it. I already get what some of you are saying. Whoa, Mr. PTO. That'd be a lump sum that will uh, that will appear at the end of the year, and Uncle Sam is gonna have his hand out. Now, again, this is where I'm just telling you about my experience. I'm not necessarily telling you to try this unless you're sure of yourself that you may can do this particular thing. Like I said, for me, this is fine. I'd rather pay the government once a year and have them leave me alone instead of paying them every month. And it's kind of, I won't lie to you, it's kind of like a thorn in my side. Every month I pay this, I'd rather pay them once a year and tell them I'll see you when I see you. Now, depending on your finances, this may work for you, but this saved me. Now, this is just my situation, about two, pretty close to $200 a month. Now, I know some of you like, oh, man, big whoop, Mr. PTO, just a couple hundred dollars a month. Yes, you're right. Yes, getting my taxes separated from my overall payment just only saved me a couple hundred bucks. And that's fine. The good thing about that is that 200 bucks that it saved me can now go towards the principal of the mortgage if I want. So I'm still going to pay my mortgage the same way. I'm just paying it a little bit differently. So in my particular case, or actually, don't let's not worry about my particular case. Let's worry about yours. You know what you owe on mortgage. Think about what it is that you're paying a month that goes just to taxes. 
Now, if you're able to go ahead and put that to the side, let's just say for some of you, you probably pay about $400 a month in taxes, property taxes, excuse me, four to $500 in property tax. You say, ah, yeah, let me go on ahead and put that at the end of the year. And I may just end up paying them like $5,000 for the year. Cool. All right. Well, what does that do for you? Now that 400, 500 bucks that you've been saving now, that can go into knocking down your mortgage. And you got to look at that may be a, a potential. And it depends on how you want to save it. What, another six grand onto your principal? That's a lot, people. And definitely if you're kind of new into the actual mortgage, because you always have to remember your highest interest is always at the beginning of the loan, never at the end. So if you do have a 30-year mortgage, just know that first 14 to 17 years, they are going to cream you on, on your interest. So whatever your interest rate is, whether it's 4.5, 3.2, some of you I've even heard are still paying like 8.1. But then again, you got this house maybe 10, 15 years ago and you haven't refinanced. That's fine. But just know that most of your interest is at the beginning of the loan. This also includes your cars. Those work the exact same way. So don't think that, oh, well, I got six years to pay this car off. Just know that first four, three to three and a half years. Oh, man, that interest is basically you're just paying interest. And you won't be paying anything on that principal really until about the fourth year. Or in a 30 year mortgage term, probably around year 16 or 17 that's when you finally start getting a little bit more money put into that principal to where it can work for you. Now, the cool thing was, in my case, this $200 didn't require any extra effort on my part. And those monies, like I said, the $200 can go to whatever it is that I want. For me at this particular time, I'm thinking about knocking down some of the principal on this house. But if I would like to save it for petty cash, I can. Or, um, and some of you, you have children, that's an extra couple hundred dollars that can go to feeding your eating machines that you call children. Now, the, of course, the end of the year with the lump sum payments, I know that's going to scare some of you out of it. Some of you are going to be like, please, I'd just rather go ahead and pay a little bit out of time and then I don't get caught with a humbug or something at the end of the year. And now I owe anywhere, depending on, I've heard property taxes as low as $1,800 a year to as high as I think I've heard 80, 8,800 a year. Now, I don't know what kind of house you got that's paying $8,800 a year on tax, but I, I hope you really like it. That's all I'm going to say. Now, like I've been saying, this is just an experience of mine. I'm not necessarily telling you to try this, but it could it could really help out. And definitely think about if, again, we don't know if this is going to happen, but if they end up with more of these stimulus checks, 
We've been hearing rumors of that swirling around more and more. If they end up giving you that $2,000 initial and then an extra $1,000 a month, and then you've already said, you know what, I just go ahead and save my stimulus for your property tax or homeowner's insurance, the amount of money that you can just put that to the side, leave it in your savings or something, say, all right, this is from a property tax. Man, you can really do some serious damage on that principal. Definitely for some of you I know that have mortgages are around 2200 bucks. But if you really thought about it, your actual mortgage really may only be about mm, thousand bucks. Maybe maybe even sub a thousand, maybe like nine hundred bucks. But from where you're paying all of this homeowners insurance and definitely your property taxes, man, that's that's kind of ugly. I won't lie to you, but just think about it. If you can separate that homeowners insurance and those property taxes and allow you just to pay nine hundred dollars a month instead of eighteen hundred dollars a month or uh, some of you that have the higher end mortgages, definitely you on the West Coast paying $2,800 a month. That may take you from $2,800 a month down to $1,900. May, maybe, uh, actually, I would say it'd probably take you down lower than that. Maybe about $1,300. That's $1,600 extra dollars for some of you. Now, again, I'm not telling you to do it. But I would at least tell you to consider and ponder. Maybe go to sleep on it. Ask your spouse or someone that you trust with money that you feel that is pretty good or looking out for your best interest. If you're kind of nervous, $1,600, I'm sorry, but you may not necessarily need a stimulus if you can save $1,600 a month. Remember, money saved spends the exact same way as money earned or in the federal government's case, money just falling out of thin air and just put into your pocket. Unmerited finance, let's just put it that way. Now, again, like I said, this is just a personal experience of mine, but I believe that this may be a, a way of redeeming the time there hasn't really been a lot of opportunities that kind of give you a leg up. Whether you may need it or not, some of you are working. I get it. I get some of you are working. And maybe your finances haven't really been impacted. You actually may be making slightly more money depending on what sector or, um, yeah, depending on what sector that you're working in, you might actually be doing better than what you would have in most normal cases. But just remember, like most of you, I have a FHA loan. And with FHA loans, usually you could not alter those loans at all. Whatever you're paying, you're stuck paying it. It may go up because your property tax is going up. 
or it may go up because your homeowner's insurance rates are going up. But it's rare that you could ever do any adjusting without refinancing. Now, for those of you that are refinancing, please be very careful and make sure that you're reading your documents. Because if you're not, I just know that they may take you from a fixed interest rate until a variable rate, which you are not going to want any parts of that if, for whatever reason, things hit the fan and we go from these basically zero interest rates to a 7% interest rate all of a sudden because, you know, the government needs X amount of money or whatever. They're tightening up. They're not lending as much. Let's, let's jump the interest rate, you know, 7% overnight. Not saying that that would happen, but then again, you didn't think that you would be locked in your house for two months or some of you now may be going five to six months locked in your house. Your kids not going to school, you not being able to visit your grandparents or maybe your elderly parents. If you have some, nobody expected these food lines, these food bank lines to be out a quarter mile, half a mile long in some cases. Nobody expected that. So I'm telling you why we can't rule out going from 0% interest to 7%, 10%, 25%. I know that's a little crazy, but so has been locked in your house. So has your kid been at home all month of April and a good portion of March, depending on where you're at in the U.S., sitting at the house, doing schoolwork, bothering you, and then you've been stuck with them at home. So we're not in normal times. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Go ahead and try and do what you can to give yourself the leg up. COVID-19. COVID-19 will give everybody, at least from what I've noticed, it will give everybody an opportunity to do something a little bit better for themselves. Most of you want to just go back to what it was in 2019. I've been seeing posts of, man, I just want to redo on 2020. Let me go back to 2019. Well, some of you, your 2019 sucked. Let's just be honest. Your 2019 was trash. And you may say, oh, man, 2020 is worse than 2019. I'd rather deal with that. Maybe not. Because there are some things that are going on here in 2020 that you did not have access to in 2019. And this may be the time to pull yourselves out of the mud. Listen to what I just told you. An FHA loan, those of you that have those, not conventional loans, but an FHA loan, those of you that know what that is, that have had FHA loans or are currently on an FHA loan, you already know that you couldn't do anything as far as adjusting your rates with the exception of doing refinance. And you didn't really even have a chance of doing forbearance. But even if you did forbearance, they would force you into refinancing. The end game was always refinance. Now, you do not have to. 
depending on your mortgage company, excuse me, let me also make sure I put that out there. Depending on your mortgage company, some will work with others more than other companies will. I was very blessed to have my mortgage company say, you know what, Mr. Garrett, why not? You've been with us for nine years now. Yeah, we'll go ahead and look out for you. Appreciate it. I definitely appreciate those good people. Just give a curious phone call. Even if you're working, like I said, if nothing slowed down for you, try it out. This is the time to redeem. Let's see if you can save yourself. If you think that you can be fiscally responsible. Let me also make sure I say that. If you think that you can get anywhere from two to 8,000 or maybe 9,000, depending on your living situation by the end of the year, do it. Why not? Why, why not at least consider it? And that'll allow you to help get yourselves out of debt. Some of you have been wanting to invest and say, oh man, I don't have the money to invest. I really wish I had it. Well, maybe it frees you up a few months. You may can get you some kind of income producing asset and then go ahead and let that asset help you pay off that property tax or homeowners insurance. Just saying, this is the time to think people. No time to be scared. No time to wonder what politician is saying what. Oh, my governor, he's so stupid or she's so stupid because they opened up the economy or they're so stupid because they didn't open up the economy. That stuff is kind of, um, I won't necessarily say it's irrelevant, but you have bigger fish to fry. So what's the moral of the story? Moral of the story is asking you shall receive. Things are going down now. Opportunities are happening for everybody on every playing field. Everybody has some type of opportunity right now. And I already know a couple of men know I don't, man. I don't have nothing going on, man. Well, you just haven't thought about what it is that you can do. Maybe you've thought about it and you've just been too scared to ask. Well, now there's no time to panic. There's no time to fear. It's time to go get what you need to get. We are in very odd times right now. I don't have to tell you that you're living it. You're here with me on May 2nd, 2020. So you already know what's going on. But what I will tell you what you should consider doing. Because I can guarantee you the elites are doing this. Which is their one of their favorite sayings, which is. Never let a good crisis go to waste. Quoted by Winston Churchill. Trust me, you've seen the rich people not letting this crisis go to waste. They getting all the all the money from these stimulus. The banks are making all the money off the stimulus while you get a crumb, a nickel. What, twelve hundred bucks? Really? Is it better than nothing? Yeah, I guess. But at the end of the day. The national debt's going up because of bailouts like this. Yet they're going to hang you Main Street with the bill and all they gave you was twelve hundred bucks. So what I'm saying is 
don't allow this crisis to go to waste. Mr. PTO came up just a couple hundred bucks. It's not a lot. No. But just think if I can string up four or five more things kind of like this. Now we start looking at a thousand bucks, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred bucks. I don't care what part of Main Street that you're on. If you're on Main Street, fifteen hundred bucks, twelve hundred, fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, that's going to get your attention right now. Two hundred bucks should get your attention. That may be a light bill for some of you or your water bill, your cell phone bills. Maybe it's your health insurance every month. It's paying some type of utility, your car insurance, something. Keep an open mind, folks. I know a lot of you feel defeated. You're bored. You want to go to the club and turn up and do all that stuff. Well, look. No telling when we're getting back to those things. Right now, it's time to take care of home base. Stay healthy, number one. Stay healthy. And then number two, figure out a way to get some money back in your pocket and not waiting and hoping and wishing and praying that this stimulus comes in, that you'll get it every month for six months or that they'll give you free rent for or free mortgage for a year. A lot of you don't have time to be waiting on that. If you get it, great, I guess, to a degree. But if you don't, then what? But all right, my good people, I've held you up longer than what I really wanted to. This is probably one of the longer episodes in a long time. Like I said, asking you shall receive. Sometimes you'll get exactly what you've been praying for. You just have to get up and go ask for it or get up and go get it because COVID has made it possible in some cases to get access to things that you cannot get. Bail yourself out. Don't wait on this government or some entity to just sit here and bail you out. Because most likely they won't. You are your first line of defense. All right, my good people, I will holler at you later. Take care of yourselves. Like I said, Just keep your eyes open, ears open, and don't give up. Peace.